Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. everybody and welcome back to a changing attitude the podcast where we go back through the attitude era of WWE raw uh, and kind of work out whether it was amazing as we all seem to think it is or whether it was just a, a big old pile of crap looked at through rose colored glasses um i am mags and joining me uh today the newest member of the team um danny how are you sir Hello, Megs. I'm doing really well. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. After last week's revelations of you joining the team uh, on a more permanent basis and then uh, having your own kind of uh, podcast irons in the fire, um, yeah, excited to to hear your content. Have you uh, have you and uh, Chris got together yet and recorded any episodes? Got anything uh, anything like scheduled uh, uh, put down on on paper? Anything like that? Uh, not yet, but we are meeting this week. So, I mean, we've been discussing things through uh, uh, DMs and things like that. So, hopefully, uh, this week we'll be able to meet up. And, uh, yeah, looking good. Yeah. It's looking good. I caught your episode of uh, um, SJP with, with Sarah, uh where you uh, uh, you gave a little bit more of a tidbit of what's going on with it being like kind of the, the hidden gems of wrestling. So, yeah, it's a, a real excited for that. Can't wait for, for that to start. Thank you very much. Thank you. 
Yeah, hopefully it's uh, hopefully it'll, it'll do really really well, uh, and you'll be able to catch that on uh, the UTT um, uh, podcast feed. So definitely go and uh, subscribe to that if you aren't already. And and uh, for more reasons to subscribe to it, you can obviously get the unbooking the territory and un- unbooking the tankatory podcast, which are on there already to to kind of wet your whistle before uh, Chris and uh, Dan's um show uh, starts dropping very very soon but we're not here for all that we are here to uh to wade our way through uh the attitude era of rome we're sneaking our way quickly to the end of uh of 1996 uh only one more episode left in this uh in this torrid torrid year uh we've actually on the episode uh, that came from the 23rd of December, 1996, recorded in Tampa Bay, Florida. Uh, and Danny is uh, is going to take the wheel on this episode, so um, off you pop, Danny. Thank you very much, Max. Well, today uh, today's episode started with uh, Mark Miro versus uh, Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Mm-hmm. This was a... Um, to me, this, I mean, throughout the whole, there wasn't much action on this uh, Raw episode, but this was the, definitely the best match. Um, there was a lot of action in this. Uh, what did you think of this? Yeah, it, was, um, it started off interesting that we we kind of, um, we get confirmation that this is, uh, it's had the DQ uh, and count out rules uh, mm. switched, which means if Hunter gets himself counted out, or if uh, Hunter um, gets disqualified, he loses the title. Um yep. I, I don't think it specifically needed that, but it, it adds to the the gravitas. But we also get to see um, uh, Goldust and Marlena come down into in, uh, sit in the audience to to watch. Why they couldn't just do what Shawn Michaels did and watch it uh, from a monitor backstage, uh, I don't know. But I think you're right. This is a a, a really good TV match. It's nothing particularly special. Um, but I think it's a really, really good uh, TV match. Uh, we hear on commentary that, uh, from JR that he he spoke to Mark Miro, and Mark Miro um, seems to think that this is going to be his last attempt uh, uh, at getting into Continental Gold. I don't think that's true. If I remember rightly, he wins the, the title a couple more times. Yet. Uh, but yeah, this was a decent match. We, we know Mark Miro is one of the best wrestlers in this kind of group of wrestlers we've got in 1996, and Triple H is... I uh, love him or hate him. He's a, a, a top uh, top draw talent. Um, but yeah, this was a this was a, a, a really decent match. But my, my issue is um, that it doesn't really do anything to elevate the Intercontinental title. I mean, mm. ever since we kind of started the show with uh, with uh, Goldust, who was the champion, and then we went on to uh, Ahmed Johnson, then to Miro and Hunter. Whoever holds the title it seems to be the one that's that's kind of uh, getting beat down, or is the coward, or is uh, there's nothing done to kind of make the champion um, seem seem relevant. And mm. and for me, it's it's disappointing because I absolutely think the 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 RC title is the best title that WWE's got. It's the it's the workhorse title. It's the title yeah. where you put on um, your best wrestlers rather than your biggest draws. Uh, and I feel it's been kind of let down with with not even being the the focal point of this feud because the focal point is is gold dust. Um, yep. So yeah, it's um, it's um, yeah a little bit disappointed that the title is not the the main picture. But we get a we get a, a pretty clean finish with a with a, a, the the pedigree for for the end. 
Um, and then Goldust, who sat silently in the crowd uh, with Marlena. Um, um, Triple H uh, essentially repeats a lot of what uh, Jerry Lawler said last week, calling out uh, whether he's a real man and whether Marlena wants to get with a real man. I don't like where this is going. I know uh, that it's a different time period, but yeah, it's still it's as horrific uh, now as it was then. That kind of um, that kind of encourages uh, Goldust to to essentially come to the ring, uh, which ends up leading to. Uh, oh no, we we've we've missed out that Jr. got chased. Uh, oh. Jerry Lawler got chased off. I mean, that that's not a bad thing that we've missed that was out. The highlight. <laughs> yeah, but essentially in the middle of the match, uh, Mark Miro uh, chases Jerry Lawler off because of like comments he's made about Sable and stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, we see Goldberg, uh, Goldust, Goldberg. Can you imagine if it was Goldberg? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, Goldberg uh, again said it. Goldust uh, coming down uh, to essentially um, square off with Hunter. Hunter runs again, making the champion look weak. Yeah, but as, as for the match, yeah, very very entertaining. Yeah, definitely. I, mean, I like what you said about the Intercontinental Championship because for so many years they would have peaks and valleys with the title because mm-hmm. some day, some years it would be on workhorses, as you said, like Kurt Henning, Bret Hart, and other years we would have bloody Val Venus as the uh, Intercontinental <laughs> Champion. So it's definitely got its ups and downs. Yeah. Um, yep, so the, we go straight from that we, to a recap of last week's uh, the Battle of the Guns, where um, we see uh, a new interview from uh, Bart. Well, we hear a new interview from mm-hmm. Bart Gunn on um, on Livewire. Wow, and uh, yeah. what did you think of this uh, this little uh, audio clip from uh, Bart Gunn? Yeah, I mean, it, it didn't add anything in in particularly new to what we saw uh, from last week's Raw. Uh, as we come to the end of the the show last week, uh, Bart's wife and Billy's wife were both pretty mad at Bart for, for what happened. But, yeah, it was an accident. It's These guys aren't aren't doing ballet. It's, it's professional wrestling. And mm. we know we know it's all in kayfabe because Billy Gunn certainly uh, wasn't really injured here. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I don't, I don't – I think it just kept the story fresh in people's minds rather than adding to it, uh, rather than adding any kind of new details. We still heard that, that uh, Billy and Bart are at loggerheads. Billy won't uh, speak to Bart. Uh, Bart's um, family are, are all upset with him. Yeah, it's it's just a continuation of what we saw on last week's Raw. Definitely. Um, I love how um, Vince McMahon himself goes from this sombre, uh, concerned uh, commentator till the second Sonny's music hits, he's all upbeat and he goes, ah, oh, it's Sonny, it's Sonny. <laughs> so as we get Sonny walking to the ring, the mood absolutely changes. Um, but then uh, we go straight to a horrifying, in my view, uh, Psycho <laughs> Sid uh, Christmas Carol. Um, I uh, this creeped me out. Uh, what did you think of this? Yeah, I mean, if you if you want to kind of like show how um, the the holiday seasons, I don't know if Psycho Sid is the guy you would put front to center it. Um, but he he was the champion, and yeah, it was a uh, it, it was not a good it was not a, a not a good advert, and we 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 see the other advert as well with um um Fred Blassie and the and the the kid dancing to the to the the wrestler's music. Yeah, WWF adverts around this time were 
were pretty cringe. So, yeah, I wasn't a fan of it. No, no, definitely not. Um, then we go to uh, Rocky Maivia versus Salvatore Sincere. Mm-hmm. And uh, with Sonny on commentary, which pretty much dominated this entire match. Um, yeah, this was, a, this was a quick little match. Uh, what did you think of this? Yeah, I mean, the, the match was nothing to really write home about. Um, it's it's clearly just um, uh, a lower card feud to get Rocky Maivia on TV, to get the fans behind him. It, it's, it doesn't seem to be working because um, the fans were essentially sat on their hands. Um, he gets more kind of praise, I suppose, from, from Sonny uh, than anyone who's... Uh, she's... Very, very lecherous. Like, mm. like if if the roles were reversed and that was a a male uh, manager doing what she did to a, a female wrestler, it would be it be look more down upon. Uh, there was a funny part in this match though where um, she calls uh, Vince McMahon a pervert, and I thought, yep. Jesus Christ, that that's uh, hitting <laughs> the, the, the hitting the the hammer right, uh, on the head there. And then he tries to switch it and say, No, it wasn't me. It was JR, something wrong with JR's face. And just after he's had Bell's palsy as well. Oh. Uh, and JR said, Yeah, there's nothing wrong with my face. <laughs> and uh, oh, that it came close to the bone of, uh, of offending uh, a JR. But the match was okay. Um, yeah. Rocky, you can still tell it's very, very green. Um, yeah. Works a little bit too fast sometimes, but then slows down uh, a lot and uh, he's trying to play up to the crowd a lot more. I like the fact that Jim Cornette is hanging around uh, as well, kind of like um, putting more um, gravitas, I suppose, on on him and Sonny vying for, for the the Rock's um, uh, managerial duties, I suppose. Yeah. Um, I think um, Salvatore is a, a decent first uh, first feud for the Rock. He's uh, he's good at leading him in, in in the match and takes the 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 Hurricane DDT pretty well. The floor over uh, and the shoulder breaker, which yeah, I'm um, I'm not a big fan of that. But to say that this this was a passable match and the Rock has only been wrestling for what this is what his fourth match maybe in in WWF. I don't think it was that bad. Um, no. He, he's just, yeah, he, he's trying to play up to the crowd and be that kind of ultra white meat baby face when yep. he, he's not quite there yet. But the match was decent. Definitely. And there was a really hilarious line from uh, Sonny here where uh, Vince McMahon's insinuating that somebody's cheating in the ring and Sonny just looks deadpan into the camera and says, I don't cheat, even though around this time, <laughs> what was she doing backstage? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, some of the lads that were coming from Sonny about how she'd like to get a clause into into oh. Rocky and stuff like that. And Vince is like, you mean in a managerial way, don't you? And she's like, of course I do, Vince. What do you yeah. take me for? I'm a good girl. I'm like, mm. yeah, tell that to uh, tell that to Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels. Yep. I mean, it does not age well at all. I mean, just... Uh, but uh, then we get our uh, very important interview that's been hyped up a few times during tonight's broadcast and it's mm-hmm. uh psycho sid interview and uh I, to be honest i thought this was one of sid's best interviews uh it was used very very well here the mm-hmm. music itself playing all throughout was a nice change as well um what did you think of this interview yep yeah, i think it's um when you use psycho sid when you guard psycho sid through uh, uh a relatively short interview 
it works. Ori mentioned it last week uh, about oh. how he's so good at being um, dominating with his with his interviews, uh, and the, the best part comes when he gets gets quieter. He gets more intense. Uh, yeah, this was a um, a really good interview. Uh, essentially, saying whoever uh, comes at him, um, he's going to beat him down. And I really like the the way he kind of finished it off. I didn't really know where he was going at first when he was saying, "I'm six foot nine. Um, 300 pounds today, and I'm like, where? I, I think he's got off the off the wagon here, Vince, really back in. But then he was going, I'm six foot nine, 300 pounds tomorrow, and then the day after, and I, and that's when it sunk in. He's is he was essentially saying, no matter what game plan you have, you can have all the technical wrestling in the world, but I'm still gonna be a brutal monster day in, day out. And that's what you have to face. And I thought, yeah, it was a really good um, interview. And I like the way we also got that uh, switches uh, to Shawn Michaels, who was actually watching a TV correctly, facing the TV, not, not sad on, uh, but how rough does Shawn Michaels look? He mm. looks, I mean, we, I mentioned it last week, how he, he, he had darkened eyes and he looked uh, unkempt and he was chewing like uh, he'd maybe taken some illegal substances. This this show, Michael, he, it was almost like he was half drunk, half smacked up. I just mm-hmm. don't get it. It was a, it was a, a weird kind of... Uh, kind of throwback to Shawn Michaels. Um, and then we get more of him later on uh, as the, the end of the show comes when he is, he is so sarcastic with Vince McMahon. Mm. Uh, but, we, but we will get there. Yeah, definitely. I mean, just, yeah, I totally agree on that. Shawn Michaels watching television like a normal person. I mean, that was the, <laughs> that's one of the only and times a, I've ever and, seen. And a, a tw- well, like a 12-inch portable TV as well. <laughs> No, that was uh, it was something else. Uh, from there, we get a very interesting uh, advert for uh, Shotgun Saturday Night. And mm-hmm. um, did you ever watch this when it was uh, going on Shotgun Saturday Night? I've watched episodes afterwards. I don't think we hmm. got it uh, when it was live. I've, no. So I've, wa- I've watched um, the. I think it's later on uh, in when we get further into the into next year. We there's an important Shotgun Saturday Night where. Uh, Austin and I think it's Bret Hart have a have a, a fire or something like that. So mm. we we may end up kind of mention it more, but yeah, this was a they were trying to make WWE appeal to um, maybe a, an older crowd. I suppose it felt like with it being in in Vegas and being um, being almost like nightclub the way they were they were kind of explaining it. Um, it didn't take off. I don't think they did many episodes of it, but. Um, you have to try. If those, are, yeah. if you don't try, you 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 don't succeed. So definitely, I watched the uh, first episode oh, a couple of years ago, and I just remember seeing Vince McMahon in a green uh, party shirt, and he looked like Tony Blair on holiday. Type. <laughs> <laughs> He's kind of like just just standing around, just trying to fit in with the cool kids. But yeah, that's all I remember from that. Maybe we should uh, review that at some yeah. point. <laughs> And maybe we should stick pins in our eyes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it could be an idea. I mean, mm. to to just have a look back at some of those episodes and uh, laugh at them. Yeah, <laughs> the styles. <laughs> 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out TheChairShot.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, TheChairShot.com. But um, yeah, um, from there we go to an interesting tag team match. Uh, we have, I'm going to butcher these names, um, P, was it Pi? Peroff. Peroff and... Uh, Cybernetico. Yeah, was it Cybernetico? Cybernetico, yeah. Yeah, Cybernetico, yeah. Versus the new Rockers, who I, I, I did not expect to see Martin Giannetti again. Um, yeah, well, it, it's it's going to be one of the last few times you see him. Obviously, these are, yep. are all taped in blocks. Oh, yes. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, Marte has, uh, has essentially been uh, booted out because of like how we mentioned uh, a couple of weeks ago, yep. uh, issues with... Uh, with the finish of matches and him having a, an attitude problem. And, you know, I, I didn't like this match. Didn't like it one little bit. Um, I think there was a massive styles clash between the two. Um, whether that's communication with the, the two Mexican wrestlers or whether that's just um, Marte and, and Al Snow dialing it in, it just felt clumsy. There were uh, a mm. few um, s- spots that were, were clearly missed. Um, it just felt felt slow, um, and especially when you consider what um, Mexican wrestling is is kind of prepared to us with with like the lucha libre style half line. These two didn't feel particularly half line uh, in Perov and Cibernetico, and um, I think Jr. did a really good job of kind of almost 
papering over the cracks uh, mm. of of like we've got the 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 bum end of uh, of this triple A talent here. Um, mm. That being said, they didn't really kind of resonate with the crowd either. So you're putting them up against the tag team that the crowd are particularly interested in, and you've two wrestlers who they don't know anything about. So this ended up being kind of like um, the the Rocky and Salvatore match where the fans mm. didn't look interested, uh, and and that's half of the battle, I think, in, especially w- uh, in watching it on TV on or, or, or on a roll like this. Uh, you kind of need that those fans to be invested for you to be invested in it, and I think when you don't have that fan um, investment, and you can only focus on the product, this product didn't do enough for me to stand up on its own. There were some plenty of, uh, of interesting moves. I mean, I think Simonetico, uh got a, would did a sunset flip. Uh, we saw kind of like dives to the to the outside and stuff like that, but it was. Very, very basic, uh, very rudimentary, uh, very, very slow wrestling from 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 both teams, uh, and obviously um, with uh, with the the Mexicans getting the win, burying the new rockers, uh, yeah. and the the tag division in WWF is is already kind of threadbare as as it as it is now. I mean, the only team that's really got any kind of momentum, you would say, is um, Furnace on the Fun. Um, because you've got um the um the Godwins not doing too well, the 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 Rockers clearly um clearly um, on the verge of splitting up, the the Smoking Guns already uh, out the door, and then uh, Bulldog and and Owen having issues. Yeah, that's uh you would think they'd want to kind of uh, elevate some tag teams, but obviously not. This was uh, clearly to to boost uh the rep, the uh, relationship between AAA and uh, WWF for the to fill the Royal Rumble, because uh, obviously we have got a very small roster of wrestlers in in this mm. period. It's it's the same kind of wrestlers repeated over and over again. Um, hopefully, in, in the next uh, few weeks, uh, that's going to kind of like a bulk out. I'm going to see a lot more uh, talent on these shows. Yep. But yeah, it was this match was missable, absolutely mm. missable. Definitely agreed with that. And I thought it was uh, hilarious that Janetti took the pin. And I was just thinking about that thing you was talking about last uh, couple of weeks ago where it was complaining backstage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I can't imagine he was too happy about this. Uh, from there, we go to a very uh, 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 quite a good interview conducted by Jim Ross to the legendary Mil Mascaras, mm-hmm. uh, where he confirms he'll be in the Royal Rumble. And uh, Jim Ross did, did his best here. I think Jim Ross was really good, including uh, Vince McMahon, who said that it was a Hall of Fame-worthy yeah. interview. An yeah. award, another, oh, another yeah. award-winning interview by Jim Ross. <laughs> and he's there clearly taking, trying to take yeah. the mick out of Jim yeah. Ross. But I agree with you. I think uh, when you've got a, a wrestler who's, uh, who's uh, English is not their first language, uh, I think Jim Ross uh, did well to to lead this interview. We got the the information that we needed uh, about uh, how uh, Mil Mas- uh, Mil Mascaris is 
how excited to be in the Rumble, how he's excited to be in, in San Antonio and he's wrestled there a lot. Yeah, uh, I think Jim Ross did an admiral job in, in getting yeah. uh, getting the, the answers out of Mil Masquerade. So, yeah, good on good on JR there. Yeah, definitely. He's done better than Vince ever could at this. <laughs> <laughs> um, from there, we go to uh, Honky Tonk Man just making his entrance, mm-hmm. which um, I just thought, I thought he was coming out for a match, but um, as he was coming out for to be the commentator for the main event, which was Brett the Hitman Hart versus the Fake Razor, mm-hmm. and uh, I'll I want to ask you first. What did you think of this uh, match as a whole? Mm. Again, not a brilliant match. Uh, uh, we we know that Brett can wrestle anybody to a decent mm-hmm. match. I think he struggled to wrestle Razor to a, a decent match. It, it, it felt like it went way too long for me as well. Yeah. Um, what would it go like? Almost ten minutes, but it also felt that the the end came like almost out of nowhere. Yeah, like uh, Brett hits the the bulldog and, and the sharpshooter. Um, but this match was all to to fill time for to uh, for essentially the honky top man to stroke his own ego. Yeah, uh, Vince McMahon to to kind of uh, stroke his own ego as well. There was a funny line by Honky Tonk uh, when he said. Um, he he called Razor's hair a bit too greasy, um, <laughs> which when you consider Honky Tonk Man, he does an Elvis impression and his hair is <laughs> slicked back. You think, yeah, that's that's a, a bit on the nose. Uh, but yeah, it was. It almost felt like there was there was no reason for Honky Tonk to be here. Like it, mm. it was kind of out of the blue. Um, luckily, I I know what what kind of like the story storyline is, and this is leading him to to getting his his new prodigy. Which is a it goes down as a fart in church, but it does eventually lead to uh, getting one of the best tag teams uh, that we've seen a long, long time with the New Age Outlaw. So at least ah. some good comes from it. Uh, but yeah, the the match was the match was a nothing match. Um, mm. Very, very forgettable. Very yeah. forgettable. Um, a lot of ad breaks in the match as well that that kind of like takes you takes you out of it. But yeah, it was. Um, Brett did his best to to polish the turd, but yeah, Rick Rick Bogner as Razor, uh, his time thankfully is is uh, is um, is coming up very very soon, um, and I, I I don't I I don't particularly like this kind of a almost heel Bret Hart that that we're getting. Um, because to me, he's just the the ever present baby face. Um, mm. But at, it, at least it's um, another kind of edge to his character. Um, but yeah, the the match was a nothing match. Um, like I said, finished pretty early, and yeah, and saved us all from having to watch any more of it. <laughs> I mean, this was not, nothing compared to the Royal Rumble 1993 match, but um, obviously that was a different person. <laughs> but, um... No, it wasn't. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> so I wonder if they studied that, both of them sitting in the locker room, just watching that uh, on video. Um, but yeah, uh, I agree with you with most of that, because uh, I the one thing I d- did like was that even though Bret Hart was trying to wrestle as a heel, the commentators really healed it up for him and said, oh, yeah, look, he's very, he's very, he's got more aggressive he's, and he was uh, doing more kicks than he usually does and, and stuff like that. So, yeah, and uh, it was like a 50-50 nothing kind of match there. No one is mm-hmm. going out of their way to uh, watch that again. 
No. But, um, yeah. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey, folks. PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. And then uh, we during the match, we did see Shawn Michaels uh, watching backstage, but then we go to after the match to... To, right to Shawn Michaels himself, who's still sitting there, which I'm shocked about. I thought he would have been in the bathroom or something. But, um, <laughs> but he was just sat there, as you said earlier, just completely uncooperative during this interview. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of like mocking Vince McMahon. Uh, Vince was trying his hardest. But um, what did you think of this sign-off of a Raw? Yeah, it was... Um... Shawn Michaels, he just looked like a spoiled brat the way Vince uh, I mean the questions from Vince weren't exactly groundbreaking He's, um he was he was asking very kind of um simple questions um commenting on uh how uh Sid has got an attitude and how uh Bret Hart's got a new attitude and and every single time he says something Shawn Michaels going yeah <laughs> yeah yeah and um like a 12 year old <laughs> yeah pretty much and then um is is talking about Vince is saying you look like you've had a uh, an attitude change, um, but there's something different about you. And he's like, yeah, and that's why I've I've stuck around Vince. You know that that uh, I've been the champion because there's something different about me. Uh, but it was um, at least he was sitting watching the TV. Um, <laughs> it felt more like the real. Shawn Michaels, the the mm. the kind of cocky smarmy uh, Shawn Michaels that we we've all heard the rumors about backstage, uh, but it 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 felt almost too real, like he wasn't actually being a character anymore. This was mm. what he's like as a person. Uh, it was uh, you could almost hear Vince getting frustrated mm. with uh, with Shawn Michaels the way he, he was he was acting. Um, yeah, and and the, to end the show on on this doesn't really make me want to to kind of tune in next week. I mean, mm. I know we have to tune in next week because we we've got to watch the show. Um, but yeah, yeah it was uh, it, with him sounding uh, kind of almost disinterested in what Vince has to say. Why should we as viewers? be interested in finding out what happens next week he, mm. he, it's very off-putting uh, i mean that's what i got from it when you're yeah. one of your big stars is acting like a petulant child and not really kind of doing anything to to harp the next show what 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 makes you th- want to watch that next show i just yeah. didn't i didn't think it worked he didn't even turn around no he just, he just <laughs> leaned over yeah leaned yeah. over chewed his gum said yeah, yeah about 15 times um <laughs> I think it would have been better to actually switch this interview mm. with the the Sid Vicious one. I think yeah. end, ending on that Sid Vicious interview would have made a hell of a lot more sense because it that got you harped up. He he did a really good job in kind of like uh, pushing the storylines forward. He showed that that kind of uh, that uh, that anger and that intensity. The crowds were were popping. During that interview, like you mentioned, the music playing all the way through was a really good touch. 
that would have been a better way to end a Raw and get you ready for the next one rather than uh, a petulant child like Shawn Michaels sat there chewing his gum and, and kind of one word answering uh, the interviews. It, it just didn't make sense for me. Definitely. They really, sh- I mean, in hindsight, they really should, have, as you said, just swap them round and then mm-hmm. it would have been a much more ending, better ending. But mm-hmm. um, yep, that's going to do it for us uh, for another week of a change in attitude. Um, Mags, where can they find you? So, uh, thank you all for, for listening and thank you, Danny, again, uh, for not only being a, a great um, co-host and also a great lead for the show, but being uh, uh, part of the, the, the team here at uh, Change Attitude. Yeah, it's massively appreciated. You brought a really cool dynamic to the show and yeah, it's, uh, it's uh, fun uh, being able to spend this time chatting about this terrible roars with you. Uh, but you could follow me on the Twitter at Podfather Mags, uh, where you can find links to uh, the the multitude of podcasts that I'm involved in. Um, many of them here on, on the chair shop with, uh, with Five Rounds uh, and Badlands. So, yeah, definitely go and uh, give them uh, a, a sub and, uh, yeah, and uh, go and give me a follow on the Twitter. Brilliant. And uh, you can also follow our car hosts, um, Ori, at Ori the Draw on uh, Twitter, Instagram, uh, TikTok. Uh, I'm doing a terrible job. <laughs> Twitch. Definitely go and follow Twitch. her on Twitch. Yep. 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 And uh, you can also follow Tanner at Texas Gentleman underscore. But um, thank you very much, everyone, for uh, tuning in. You can find me at Scottish Juggalo on Twitter where I'll be doing my own uh, podcast at, at some point with Chris Bellis, as um, probably, hopefully, by the end of this month. But uh, we'll let you know uh, more when it happens. But thank you very much for tuning in. And remember, always use your head. Chairshot.com. Always use your head. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.